Torah Yud Ches, incredibly exciting. This is the first Torah that we're going to be beginning this year. We actually went back to finish Torah Yud Zion uh, after the Yom Mitaivim. Riyayin Sun Mishtoi, we're on page Chaf Dalit of the standard print of Likute Maran. Uh, this for those who did go through Tariyad Zion, Hisparis, I think, is a very good. Uh, we're gonna, it's going to be a very good transition into Tariyad Ches. Uh, as we see, every one of these tires really is a total is the, is a total universe unto its own, and it's really just a matter of where you jump in. So uh, a lot of times we'll we'll see one tira and then we'll reference we'll, we'll or cross reference certain ideas that were unpacked differently in another tira. The truth is, is that. Uh, Many of the other Torahs, some of them we could see more clearly than the other, are really jumping into the same to the same core truth. It's just that they were coming in from a different angle. If you could imagine looking at something, maybe something that has a little bit of a curve that's round and people are standing, uh, people are standing at different uh, at different places. They're all looking at the same thing, but their perception is going to be different based on the distance, based on the angle. And even if they're all describing the same thing, to really ultimately appreciate the full, um, you know, the, the the full idea, really, you would have to put them all together. So that that's a lot of times when we're cross referencing tires, really. All of the truth, probably, if we knew enough, could be unpacked from from any one of these tires. But from where we're standing, it's helpful to just sort of uh, be able to to plot those different points. And then, as we as we remind ourselves things that we've seen, and I'm sure we can go over in Chazer that we would uh, you know gain a greater appreciation a little bit into what we're learning. Uh, on that note, I mentioned last year, although I didn't get around to it that I want to start, uh, when I have time to filling in, uh, of some shiurim, maybe about keeping them under an hour each. Uh, I'm hoping, I don't know how long it's actually going to take in practice, but about 10 minutes, about 10 minutes for, for some of the tires are longer or shorter, but about five tires in an hour, uh, reminding us some of the ideas. We spend so much time living each Torah as we're going through them, and then, you know, just sort of creating some triggers, reminding us of the terms, the different bechinas that come up, so that we can start living the tires and and, uh, and and taking a lot of that uh, taking a lot of that with us while you're learning a tire really absorbed by by those ideas but also we want to uh, we want to be able to, to integrate not just learn a tire and move away from it but whatever it is that we do learn that it should make a reishim on us we should be able to take it with us and we should be able to remind ourselves so if they're if they're short enough and convenient It'll give us an opportunity, you know, in the car walking to uh, uh, to remind us things and create triggers for what we know. So let's dive in a little bit. Taira Yud Ches. Just a very brief background. The Torah was taught in Taravitsa during the winter of 5564, which is between uh, in the 1803 1804 range. Uh, there was certain t- designated times a year when uh, when the Rabbeinu would give uh, Shirim would give the Torahs over in Breslov, and there were other times when he would when he would give Torahs. It seems twice in a winter and one time during the summer, and he would travel to spend Shabbos uh, in other nearby villages in the Ukraine. One of those places was Taravitsa, and based in Chaimaran, uh, during the before he gave this Taira, he was speaking to his Hamidim Reb Nassim Reb Naftali, and he made a statement. He said, uh, I'm living, I'm living today like I've never lived before. There's different. There's, there's a spectrum of what we call of what we call life. Life is not just existence. Otherwise, what's the difference? Is is a uh, is a house cat as alive as a person, or for that matter, is a blade of grass as alive as a person? We just went through a Rosh Hashanah. We asked for Chaim uh, over and over. We asked for Chaim, Chaim, Chaim. Other than Nisana Tokif, when we you know me Ani me Usher, we go through a lot of other things. But Nisana Tokif came later. What is it that the Chaim that we're asking? Asking for is it just is it just existence itself? Would we be happy living as a as, as a cow, uh, or is it something more than that? So he says that it, the, there's a there's a range of what's called chayim, and uh, and Rabbeinu, the way that he was articulating this, he says I'm more in line with what true chayim is. I'm living like I've never lived before. I'm more tapped into the, the ultimate. We we say Elohim chayim. 
And he says, I'm more, I'm more tapped into this flow of energy. I'm more living. I'm more alive than ever before. Uh, Chaim, in a certain sense, is really, uh, is really tapped into a flow. It's really a, a dynamic thing. In other words, if you take a, uh, I think we've said before, if you take a leaf that's, t- that's attached to a tree, even if it looks like it's getting a little bit of brown and it might not look as vibrant as it is, but it's attached, it's still alive. If you take a, a bright green leaf and you take it off the tree, then it's effectively dying a slow death. So the more that one is attached, the more that, and HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu is the source of Chaim, but the more that one is attached, the more alive that they are. So it's not just a yes or no question, it's not just a matter of whether something is alive or dead. As we go into the Torah, we're going to explore what it means to be more alive, what it means to be more attached to the source, what it means that there's a a, a, a tachlis, and in order to achieve a tachlis, then there might be several. There's means to an end, and then there's the uh, there's the end. The, the, there's the end itself, the more that one is actually attached to the tachlis, to the toelis of a certain thing, even though the practicalities of it might be such that in order to get to the top, a person has to climb the rungs of the ladder, but when the, when they're most attached to the ultimate of whatever it is that they're doing, then and they're in line with Hakadosh Baruch Hu's goal. Literally, the the way that we explained uh, a tzaddik's view of the world in Spiros last time, then the more uh, the more that they really are uh, attached and they make themselves into a in, into a pipeline for uh, for Chaim itself. Other tyras that uh, we're going to mention, certainly uh, one that really seemed to resonate was Tyra Dalid. So if you haven't listened to that one, it might be worth it. But we'll uh, we'll bring it up, and then there's some others also. Says the Taira, says Rabbeinu, Rabbi Yainasan Mishtai Rabbi Yainasan told over Zimnachad Hava Kazlina Besfinta. There was one time that we were going in a boat for Chazinan Hahu Kartaliso. We saw a certain box, a chest, a basket of some sort to have a mikbeibah, and embedded in this basket was Avon Tovus Margolios. There was precious gemstones and pearls. Vahadri Leimine Dechavre Demikre Birsha. And around this box, there was some sort of a fish called a birsha, Nochis bar amoroi lasuye. A diver went down, we'll see the Rashbam in a second, went down in order to retrieve the box, Viragash, and he felt, Uboy de Nishmite laatme. That this fish was trying to cut off his, his the like the leg at the thigh, vizarak zika dechala. So this diver threw a flask of vinegar v'nachas, and the fish went away. Nafak bas kala v'amar. At that point, a baskol came out and said, "My islechu bahade kartalisa. Why are you trying to take this chest?" That visud Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa da'asida l'shadya t'cheltebat l'tzadike la'alma da'ase. The wife of Rabbi Chanina ben Dosa is going to use it to store tcheles la'alma da'asi la'asid lavo for the tzaddikim and oilam haba. Let's just see the Rashbam. He says, Kartalis says, Nargaz is a box. The Mikre Birsha, Kashimo, that this was the name of these fish. Bamaroi, Adam Shedea, Lashem Tamayim, a good swimmer, a diver. Boy, Nishmite Laatma, he wanted to cut the leg off at the thigh. Shabikesh Lachtoch Yurechai. Zarak Lechala, so this person threw the vinegar at the fish. Chaimetz, it's vinegar, Ubarach Merechalayam, and therefore the fish went away from the smell of the vinegar. The Mishyeba, Alatsniabo, that the wife of Bachinia Bendosa wants to store the Tcheles in the box. Lashen Rabbein was a chronicle. We've had this before. This one time we were going on a boat for Chazina High Cartelis, so we saw the chest. It said a paragraph Aleph. Da, you should know, kilochol davar yesh tachlis. Every single thing has a purpose. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is kviyachal, an intelligent creator. Not only is everything created by design with a purpose in mind, but every single thing in the background is designed in the most perfect, calculated way to bring about that tachlis. The the main character is there for a reason. The background is there for a reason. The canvas on which the background is painted is there for a reason. Everything uh, again the first. First year in the last uh, entire Yid Zion, 
I spoke about this idea from a different uh, from a different point of view. It said we had said before, just to remind us that year and Ava Hadara, in order for one to come to Ava and Yira or Yira and Ava specifically, that comes about through the Tzadike Hadara. Why is it that a person needs a Tzadik Hadar to do that? Because the Tzadik is the one who is able to reveal Hatzadik, Mvakesh, Machapes, Tomeda Tzadik is constantly seeking, digging constantly to reveal, to bring to the forefront, to open our eyes the, of the Ratzon Hashem, the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bechol Davar, uh, in every single thing is the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and in the Prat, and the Prat of the Prat, why are there different species, why is even within one species, why is the right, right arm like this and the left arm like that, why are the fingers like this, every single aspect in a in a Klaliistic sense, in a Pratistic sense, is all an expression of Ratzon Hashem. And because, again, you know, when we, we have something, sometimes we, we buy a machine, we buy something, and then we want to use it in a particular way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created it in a way to bring out the Tachlis. So if we reflect backwards, we would be able to reflect and appreciate uh, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu or HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chabras with the world through understanding that, uh, looking backwards. And this literally goes back to the first Torah as well. We said that there's uh, the, the way to achieve one's Tefillis, to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is through Chain. Chain is the Chachma, specifically the Chachma that's inherent in every single aspect of the Bria, uh, the Bechar, Shemesh, we went through it, and we said that Nun is, is the concept of the Levana, right, the, the the idea of creating ourselves into a Kli to be able to be Mechabal, the, the Ches, and when you put the Ches, the Chachma, together with the with the Malchus, the whole process, Chachma, in, in the language of the spheres, Chachma going all the way through the Malchus, so then the Ches and the Nun get together, that's Chain, and that goes toward uh, creating ourselves a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, we are able to achieve that through Taira, and uh, and we're able to connect to a Kaddish Baruch Hu to have our tefillahs accepted, ayin ayin sham. But it was, so th- this is something that is going through the Taira's and again, starting to really to really bring things together, uh, just very exciting. Da kilachol davar yesh tachlis. There is a tachlis in everything in the bria. Vila tachlis yesh oy tachlis acher. And so we're starting at the bottom. If you think about a company, a company might have might have several several departments. You have uh, you know the uh, the accounting department, and the accounting department has its own uh, KPIs, its own its own performance indicators. And then you're going to have the sales department, and then you're going to have uh, you're going to have the uh, the liability department, and then for every two or three departments, you might have one director and over a few directors until you get to the executive level and you get to the to the CEO. Now, coming from our perspective, we're starting at the bottom, looking up. So, from our point of view, we could say, what is and if any one of these these indicate these departments was off, they weren't achieving its purpose. Then it could be that it would it would mess up the entire uh, cycle, the entire ecosystem, the entire synergy between. Uh, departments and ultimately the tachlis of the entire thing the entire thing uh, would not would not be able to be achieved. So the you know so how do you look at this? If you start off from the f- from the top, right? So then you'll be able to project downwards and say this is the purpose for which I need everything to work together. However, if you just say you know what I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip to the end game. I'm not even going to I'm not going to learn Chumash. I'm not going to learn Nach. I'm not going to look Shulchan Aruch, no Mishnah Brura, uh, no Gemara. Not appreciating the system. I'm skipping straight to the uh, to, to Kabbalah. And said, I want to know. I want to know what's all the way at the top. What was Kivayachal Kivayachal going through Hakadosh Baruch Hu's mind, as it were? What was his rutzen? And I'm not going to worry about uh, the individual pieces. Then everything is going to unravel. So from our point of view, we're starting at the bottom. We have to say, where am I holding? What is my avoda? What is the tachlis that I'm able to see? And once I'm able to appreciate that, I'm able to take that and then translate that into the next one. Because now that I understand what the what, what my my role is in the sales department, in the accounting department. I could say, oh, I'm trying to bring money into the company. Well, why do I need? Uh, why do I need the money? I need the money because my company is going to take that, and they're really a glorified investment bank. Now they're going to take that, and they're going to invest it. Or if I'm on the liability end, I'm going to say, uh, you, you know, why does that affect the bottom line? Because if for every dollar that comes in, uh, too much goes out, then there's not going to be enough left for the company to invest in other areas. And you translate that up. So every time you can appreciate a tachlis, then you realize that there's a tachlis acher gavoyim 
al Gavoya until you get to the ultimate tachlis the, the, at the, the level of the CEO and then of the board and then of the shareholders and you realize why the company exists. Really, by the way, that the, the the end game for us is really also the front game. In other words, the when, when you're coming, you're you're starting a project. The soif machshav, soif ma'isa b'machshav etchila. What we relate to as being able to work our way backwards from our perspective, because we're starting off from a limited perspective. What we're able to work our way back through the Tyra, through Chazal, uh, the, when, when we fully are able to tap into that through our avoda, through breaking down the barriers, through opening ourselves up. That really be'etzem is the machshava tchila that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had. So let's see, Lemashal. Tachlis binyan abayis kadeshi adam makom lanuach. Why does a person need a house? Because they need a place to rest. Why do they need a place to rest? V'tachlis hamanucha kadeshi yuchel b'koyach hazeh lavoid es Hashem. If they're not rested, they're not going to be able to serve Hashem. Tachlis havoida. Why do they have to serve Hashem? Etc. V'goymer. Because we want to be zaycha to have shashua b'aylam haba to have tiny Again, Hashem is Baruch. Open up the first chapter of Mesil Sisharim. So we we go uh, we we go up and up and up until we're able to go to understand what the tachlis of the entire bria is. V'tachlis shall kol davar who mechuber l'machshava l'machshava The tachlis of everything. We're living in a practical world. The tachlis of everything ultimately relates to an objective being achieved. That's in the chachma. That's in the seichel. So he says uh, again. Tachlis shall kol davar who mechuber l'machshava v'aseichel yoiser me'adavar. Says that tachlis bami menu. The Tachlis is really more, even though you're going, you're going through the motions of achieving things in a practical way. The 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 ultimate tachlis is really more in line with the idea, a little bit more abstract than whatever it is that you're that you're physically doing. The tachlis is more in line with with the with the the, the chachma, the idea that you started off with. Than anything that you're actually uh, engaged in, even more than what you're doing. Kisayf ma'isa b'machshavat chila. We're gonna we're, we're gonna unpack this now. It just interesting. He brings on the bottom over here from the main nachal. It says tchila. What does it say? So if ma'isa b'machshavat tchila, it's pasuk in Eov. It says l'chol tachlis hu chayker. Hakadosh Baruch Hu fathoms, investigates the tachlis of everything. Has the ultimate perspective. This is Rashi Tevis. Kol. Uh, Tachlis hu chayker is tchila. Tough from tachlis. Ches from chayker. Lamed from lechol. And hey from who? So sof ma'isav marshavat tchila. Nimtza she'asayf ve'atachlis. The end game. The toyeles that that threads through everything. That's the ultimate expression that we're working towards. Hu tchila b'marshava v'karavla is really in line with whatever that first marshava was. Umeyatachlis nishdal shalemaisa. And that is why there was a necessity to work through things in a certain way. Lemashal kishayilu b'marshava levenay snoi bayis. A person says, I want. Want to build a house. You can't just plop down a house. It's not built in one second. First, you need to prepare wood. And one has to cut and build and, and, and put each piece of wood the way it is. And then when they're going to go through the, the motions and the steps necessary, they're going to end up with a house that they could live in. It comes out. Now, uh, again, very important. What does that mean? The greater appreciation that you're going to have for the house that you live in, the greatest appreciation for the person living in the house is going to come when you read the plans, when you understand what it's there for. A person that just you know passes by a house on the side of the street and he never saw the plans and he doesn't understand why every single piece of this house was mamish designed with a chachma, they'll say it's a beautiful house, they're not really going to appreciate it. But very important, if a person sits there all day and they do and they study the plans and they're able to talk about it and Lamaisa they never go to the architect, they never they, they never actually go buy the wood, they never they just have this idea and how every single thing is going to be according to design and they talk about it and they appreciate and they go on and on and on. At the end of the day, that's not the person that you hire either. You're going to need a person who's going to execute. So both of these things are important. One of them is at a loftier, higher, more abstract level. But the, the same way, uh, the same way that a person who only engages in the Misa 
which in a certain way is Iker, at least a person who engages a mice, they build a house, there's a house over there, they can appreciate that. A person will be limited in his appreciation if they engage only in the mice without understanding the plans, without understanding Rasa Hashem, without going a level deeper in understanding. A person who thinks that they're only going to understand, then they're never going to execute, they're never going to open up a Shulchan Aruch and a Mishnah Barua. They, they, they're also left with basically nothing. But ultimately, the Tachlis is a truer expression of the Machshava. Who uh, even more so than the Maisa. That's why we talk about Chachmas Ms, right? Uh, even when it comes to Tyro, what is Chachmas Ms and something that's not uh, Said is not is not true. It's not Chachmas Ms. It, it, it is Avad. It, it's true. Uh, of course, it's true. But however, if you have the computer code in a certain sense, that is a truer expression of what's going on than whatever it is that's uh, you, you know that it translates into. That's at the very core of what's going on. So the most emes, the most close to the tachlis, the most the, the most close to the toelis that you can come is really when you factor out to the source uh, to the source of what's going on. And he points out over here in the bottom in the notes that even this is in the context of the house, but don't get lost in the mushal because the reason that a person needs a house, ultimately everything factors down to coming close to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You live in the house, you can get the rest, you need the rest to do the avodah, you need the avodah, do Ratz and Hashem, you can give a Kaddish Baruch Hu uh, Nachas and get the Shechinah Galus and etc. 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 So we that we can be Shashua and then Ziva Shechina, which is what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants. Etc. So now that we understand that really the tachlis and the seif of what we're trying to get to is the machshava tchila, and the machshava is really closer, is really closer even to the seif hamaisa. The real expression of the creator is in the idea, even more so in the interim steps. So now we have to understand that the tachlis of the bria is to be shashua and oilam haba. We're going to see to be nenemiz of ashchina in the place that in the time and the place, so to speak, that's appropriate for that. And that was uh, that, that's ratzon hashem. And the problem is, how do we relate to that? How do we relate to that? Uh, the, uh, we we don't have the kalim. We we live in our uh, in, in our fishbowl, right? We live in the the place. We, we one of the unbelievable, and this is a point worth noting. I, I heard somebody make this point. I do not remember who. Uh, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us finite kalim in order to impact something. That goes beyond the boundaries of uh, of the kalim in which we're dealing. So we're able to to affect things, spiritual things that don't necessarily find expression in this in this world. An example that we've used before is life itself, right? Is there any particular reason why certain certain misa between a man and a wife should be able to impact that a neshama should come to, forget about the biology of it, that a neshama should come down to this world whereas other mice won't anymore, so that's something that we get used to, any more than shaking a lulav should should impact unbelievable things like the Gemara says that, that it affects, you know, certain types of ruchais well, and what about if you do it what, what about if you do it a day too late, you're shaking the shame lulav with the right kavanas I didn't, my kavanas weren't ready on sukkis, but I'm shaking the lulav so I had to wait till my kavanas were ready, or by the way, the Nefesh Chaim says the same thing about zman tefillah, is davening after the zman any different than sh- blowing the shofar on the wrong day so there is a uh, there there is a method that our Kaddish Baruch Hu gives you know because we're in our terms sometimes people can even come to go around halacha they say well you know if these things are associated with it then why can't I do things on my terms the reason is because we don't have a relationship with the spiritual things that we're impacting so now translating it into what we're discussing. What do we say? The closest relationship that we can have with everything is to understand the Tayeles. The problem is, is that the Tayeles, and then the Toeles translates into certain Maisim. So that's that's wonderful when both the Toeles and the Maisim are theoretically within our frame of reference. And I have to start with the Maisim, and I come to the Toeles. And the way that I'll really be productive is at a certain point, once I'm able to develop a relationship with the Tachlis and Tayeles, I keep that in mind. And I say, you know, I, I have to do all this work. It seems menial. It seems boring. It seems you know, very mundane, and yet I'm affecting unbelievable things. However, if we live in a world where we have no relationship with the Toelis, it's it, it, it's totally outside the boundaries. The These are words; they don't mean anything other than to say that there's something that seems real lofty and unbelievable. So, in that case. You know, where, where does that leave us? How does that help us? Paragraph Bayes, Vidashia, Tachlishela Bria, Hushashua, Oilam, Haba. 
That's, that's the tachlis of the Bria. That's very lofty. You, you t- tell me that, then I'm going to be unbelievable. Or would a person ever talk in tefillin? Would a person ever be late to davening? A person's going to be careful to make sure that they, the way that they have the salt and they dip the challah into the salt, every single little thing. I'm affecting unbelievable things. I'm going to be shashua in the Olam Haba. I, you know, whatever works, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I'm affecting great things. But if if, if it's not something that I can relate to, how's that going to help me? That's impossible to relate to us, and therefore. It almost leaves us without, you know, the beginning of the title was great. It seemed it, it seemed uh, like everything was starting to fit. And at a certain point, we're totally limited. So what you're really telling me is that I have to just go through the motions. I'll take I'll take the, your word for it, and I'll keep all of the mitzvahs and so forth, knowing that there's a tremendous toelis, but I can never really be in line with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because how am I supposed to relate to that toelis? Ki zoi olav nemer, ayin rasa. If the point that we're trying to get to is to be shashua and oilam haba, and the Navi tells us ayin rasa. Right, but it says that Ayn Rasa that that no eye can see, we can't perceive, we have no relationship with us. Even a Navi has no relationship with us. Uh, uh, sorry, even a Navi has no relationship with Ayn Haba. So then, where does that um, where does that leave us as in in terms of in terms of being in touch with uh, with the Tayelas? Says the. Says the uh, says Rabbeinu, So this is an unbelievable statement. Right, a navi has to be is an incredible level. He has to be able to be you know purified and so forth enough that he's going to be a kli that a kaddish baruch Hu can, communi- can communicate with him. But ultimately, Hashem says words; those comes out of the navi's mouth. The navi can't read between the lines. For a person to be a chacham, a person a navi knows what to say. A chacham knows what not to say. Right, a chacham is able to uh, to, to be more in line with the chachma. When a, when a chacham has a tzaddik has his batlas. Again, we spoke about this at length. Maybe I'll. Mention a few points from Tyra Tyra Dalid that are relevant. When a Chacham is able to have the Sispatlas and be in line with the Chachma, again, the Spheris is the, the first Sphira, uh, Chachma, Bina, Das, depending how you count them, Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes, Netzach, Hod, Yisod, and Malchus. When the Chacham is able to connect the Malchus with the Chachma, he's able, the, the, the moon reflects the sun, when the, but it has to, the, moon, the moon has to be laced the Garme Klum, like we said in the first Tyra. When the Chacham reaches his Batlas so that he can accurately, ref, adequately reflect Chachma, it's true, the certain things might be beyond us, but when the, the waters are totally clear so that the reflection is accurate, and you, you might not be able to look directly at the sun, but you can look at, at the at the reflection, turn yourself into a Kliflat, and develop a relationship with it. To the extent that we are able to, uh, we, ha- we have, we, we're, our Shairish is within the Nisham of the Tzadik, Kain Mekabal Menu Gam Kain Zoysa Tachlis, then we will also be able to relate to the Tachlis. Uh, this is this, this is a you know we're not going to be able to explore it fully this idea of having a sherish in the in the, in the tzaddik, but a person who uh, you, you know just in a spiritual sense when we view the Jewish people as one as one organism, right? I mean even if a person has children, if a person has a, has a few children, you, you ever look at look at them and you'll see you know I, I am multifaceted. There's, I have a lot of different character traits. You know there's uh, different sensitivities, and sometimes you'll see. Each one of uh, each each one of a person's children seems to almost be an as relates to the father. They have their own their own universe, but as relates to their father or mother, they say that you know they they are almost an sometimes an exaggerated expression or maybe toned down. But you say, oh, this is rooted in the parent over there. So when it comes to the tzaddik, the the, the, the tzaddik who's his batlas, he he's almost a uh, a the shchinim adabim telchrono by Moshe Rabbeinu. The 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 tzaddik is at the the height of the. Uh, uh, you know the head of the of the Adam of the organism of Klal Yisrael, and the Shefa comes through the Tzaddik, and therefore it's going to it's going to be multifaceted, like we say by uh, you know by Adam Rishon that all six hundred thousand Hashemus were within. But the, the, but this is the way that the relationship works. So to the extent that we can find our Shirish Neshama within the Tzaddik, something that allows that that resonates with us in terms of the connection that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has uh, has with with Klal Yisrael as a whole. So to the extent that the Tzaddik has a relationship with Eilam Haba, and we can attach ourselves and find ourselves within the Tzaddik. 
tzaddik, of, of find a relationship over there, that will allow us also to have a relationship with uh, with this chachma, with, uh, with 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 this idea, with shashua ba'ilam haba, that we on our own level, because you know there's too much in the way, can't relate to. And I'm just going to mention a few things again, very worthwhile to go listen to. But the Tyre Dalid, paragraph Aleph, Kishadam Yedeya, Shakom Ayraisav Hemle Taivaso, Zosa Bechina Hime Ein Ayilam Haba, starts off talking about uh, well, what a person needs to know, what he has to relate to in terms to be Ayilam Haba. And then paragraph base says, Zosa Bechina Yevshel Hasigel Kishamala Bechina Malchas Tikdusha, Meagolus Mbena Akum, which is, by the way, how the first Torah started off as well. How do you get to this idea of Mein Ayilam Haba only when you're able to be Mala the Malchus, like we said, Lace the Garme Klum, connect the Malchus, be Mala, bring it in line with the Chachma, be Mala the Malchus of Kedusha, and paragraph Gimel over there, and then he he goes on over there, he goes on over there to develop out the relationship that a person has with the Talmud Chacham in terms of being able to achieve this, being Malah, the Malachist and, uh, and achieving Me'ein Oilam Haba, and talks about the idea of the, uh, of the being Hachzara Malachist L'Sharsha, again, the Sharsh of Malachist really going back to the Chachma, because what the Malachist reflects is really starting with the Chacham, with the Chacham and he said, with, and he says, Chachma, he says, uh, when a person has sins, Ish Chacham Yechaprena, uh, uh, he says that because of the the lace the garment clum that the tzaddik himself uh, is able to relate to even come outside of himself else total his botless the tzaddik is able to transcend uh, certain things that are within the bria therefore the, the tzaddik can achieve things that uh, a person almost otherwise wouldn't be able to do and that's what it says and therefore uh, and therefore we see again different aspects coming from a different direction some of these concepts very uh, very worthwhile to uh, to Tyra Dalid. Viter. So he says another tonight. I was going to seem to take a little bit of a left step uh, to, in terms of a left turn for what we were talking about, and then we're going to really uh, really bring it all together. It says another another t'nai in order to be masig the shashu of Eilam haba through the tzaddik kafi hafaras hakas berachmanos that to undo kas with rachmanos. This, by the way, is just a very very practical advice. Hainu kshiba adam luchal kas lo yifal bekaiso shemachzarius vaader abi yamtek kas berachmanos. So two things. First of all, a person should not execute on kas. Uh, that already makes perfect sense, but not not just because it's incredibly destructive, but uh, also. So as a person digs in, you know, I think they say about the, a baby that people swaddle, uh, people swaddle a baby. It's not an exact muscle, but it's something I was thinking about uh, because when the baby, you know, all the limbs are flying around, it's not that because they're hysterical, the limbs fly around. It's that when the limbs fly around, that gets them more hysterical. When a person is because, first of all, they're subscribing to something, you, you know, all of a sudden there's a little thing that gets that gets a person annoyed, but their seichel is still there. They could still put that in check and then and the more that they invest and they work themselves up, the more that they get angry, the less that the seichel, the seichel starts to recede into the background. So first of all, it's worth it just to squash out anger when a person feels it arising. But that's one thing to just by say, don't get angry. It's also kind of impossible. The more you say, don't get angry, the more you're going to get angry. What do you have to do? You can replace the momentum the, the momentum with a different emotion. What do you do? You see a person that did something to you, and then you find out that they are incredibly, uh, you, you know, you have, let's say, yeah, kids, you have, you have one kid that bullies another kid, and you start getting angry. What kind of parent does it come from? What kind of background? And then you find out that Rahman al-Islam, that kid is abused. And all of a sudden, it doesn't make it better what his reaction was, but then you're not calling up the school to try to uh, expel him. Maybe you're calling up the school to try to get him therapy or to try to get him, you know, placed in a different living environment or whatever that whatever the case is. What you can do is you could take Cass and you can replace it with Rachmanus. So over here, he says that uh, that the we're going to explain, and this is going to be a little bit of a, a flyer where we're going to get we're going to get into it that the ability to receive from the tzaddik is determined by the extent to which our to which anger is conquered by Rachmanus or replaced uh, by Rachmanus, and we're going to see that anger. I'm reading a little bit from Chaim Kraner's note that anger stems really from a lack of a munas. 
Kas, lack of Amunah is associated with Avodazara with idolatry. And once you have Avodazara in the Bria, so then it's as if there's Hester upon him. It's as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, seems to manifest less in terms of his direct involvement. It seems to be that, uh, that, that nature is in charge. It seems to be that there's a less direct relationship over there. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is leading the world in a less obvious way, so also the Tzadikim or coming and leading uh, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they're also going to have a, uh, a less of a of a leadership role, as it were, which in a, which which is uh, leaves us less of ability to connect, and we can't be in touch as much with the Tuelis and the Tachlis. Tyra Zion unbelievable go listen uh, go listen to Tyra Zion which talks about uh, a lot about the Amuna and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hug with the Bria special uh, definitely resonated Tyra Zion resonated with me tremendously so um, that's definitely worthwhile but he says over here I'm sure there's ones that um, that I'm forgetting that, that uh, might be even more relevant but yeah so he says so Kefi HaFaras Kas Rachmanas Chahainu Kishiba Adam Kas so first of all Lo Yifal Kaiso Shemachzoros Fa'adre Yamtik Kas Rachmanus, it should change and replace it with Rachmanus, with uh, with uh, with mercy, with pity. Bebechinas beroiges when you Hakadosh Baruch Hu have reason to get angry. Angry Rachem Tizkar, remember Rachmim Val Yedei Zeh, and through this, when we when we uh, we increase the Koyach of Rachmanus until it's even able to be Mavatal Kas Nase Atara Le'Anavim, it's going to create a crown for Anavim Habarachim. Who otherwise flee mikavod v'shrara vayis natsman kishirayim? There are those that sadikim that really should be the ones to be in a leadership position. However, ha- however, like we we reference, this is really going to be a little bit where the Torah is going. That where there is kas, where there's a, 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 a hint of a, where we bring avodazara into the world, so then that creates more of a separation, as it were, between us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And those who would be the ones to connect us to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, they are also going to step away from positions of leadership that they should be in. But when we have Rachmanus, when we get rid of the Kas, when we get rid of Avodazaro, when we increase the Muna, so that's going to create a crown that's going to bring these Sadiqim, these leaders, into positions of leadership. So we see that Chesed and Rachmim are associated with a crown. As I'm a Kabbalah, as I covered Vesrara, then these people, these Sadiqim, will be Kabbalah covered in Srara Balkarcham, even Balkarcham, meaning that they inherently want to flee covered. They don't want to be in a position at the front in leadership. The uh, I think I read in one of the biographies, somebody went to Rav Yashiv, and uh, they, they wanted to say that somebody was a big Tzaddik, and they said, but uh, but really nobody knows who he is. He just he sits and learns all day. And, uh, you know, like, well, in other words, trying to explain, I think, why that's the way that I heard the story about why Rav Yashiv didn't know who he was. And Rav Yashiv's response is, uh, you know, oh, he must be a very lucky person. Tzadikim are not looking for the limelight. The crown of beauty, to the to the leftovers, meaning that not everybody is going to wear the crown. We're not just talking about, you know, with Tzadik in a certain sense, uh, you know, somebody who overcomes his desires and so forth. But we're talking specifically about those who have anava, who make themselves like leftovers, as it were, that they, they're anava, and those are the people who are going to have the crown. But now we have a big problem. So if the Tzadikim, I, I foreshadow, it a little bit, but if the tzaddikim are the ones that Akash Baruch Hu wants to be in a position of leadership, and they're tzaddikim, they want Ratzon Hashem. So why are they avoiding this responsibility, right? In other words, <laughs> it's it, it's the opposite. Anybody uh, anybody who wants to be in a position of uh, of leadership, so then that means that if it's because they think that they're going to get something out of it, they want the covet, then really bad them they're less fit to lead. The the ones who should be in a position of leadership are the ones who are able to take themselves out of the mix and do what's better for the people, for the people that they're leading. And therefore, really, leadership is a responsibility, tremendous responsibility and accountability. Now, yes, one person who has the qualities of leadership, so they are the ones who are responsible to step forward. So if these are tzaddikim, why are they stepping back? We talked about it in Tyria Dalit, the idea of Anova Psula, right? Is a fake Anova? Well, why, why are they stepping back if this is their role? Why don't the Tzadikim want to step forward? When HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, is acting towards us in a state of Hastaras Panim, because again we said and we associate with kas miut of amuna. Let's take a step back and just make um make one comment. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, 
as it were, from his point of view, wants nothing other than to give. There's a system that's designed that creates, you know, distraction and and, and opposition from our point, so that we can have bechira and we can overcome it, and we can we can own our success and own our reward and get closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Bekitzer um, Nimrat. From Hakadosh Baruch Hu's point of view, or from that that really is uh, is is very natural. If we make ourselves into a kli, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to fill the kli up. That's not any more or less of a miracle than anything else. When we have a direct relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this is the way that we see the world, then in principle, like the Gemara says, the same God that lights oil can light vinegar. What, what, what is the difference? Why is it inherently any more or less of a miracle that, that one thing should be able to light as fuel and the other thing shouldn't be able to light as fuel? For that matter, maybe you could say, why should you need fuel? However, when a person lives in less of a, of, of a God-conscious world, so from our perspective, HaKadosh Baruch Hu put a system into the Bria called Teva, which is, uh, is a very big gift. If there was no Teva, then, you know, how, how would you do anything? If you were never sure when you put a cup down, whether it would fall down or fall up, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't be able to function. You know, when is Man Kriyashma? I don't know, the sun rises and sets at a different time each day. Sometimes night comes first. There would be no no framework for us to have Halacha. And, and uh, again, the Torah is a blueprint for the world, uh, etc. However, there's an Haga of Teva, and there's an Ahava, a more direct an Haga between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the world. When we live in a world with a direct connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it's just a question of which Han Haga we want to tap into, but it's not like we're, it's not like we're flouting the way of the world when we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for something direct any more than when we understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts Teva in place. So when there's Hester Panim, really it's on us. When we, when we uh, turn away, so to speak, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns away, it's less of a, uh, it's less of a direct connection, and therefore that comes really from this idea of avodazar, from this idea of of kas. Uh, brings a pasuk over here from Dvarim besartem bavadtem Elohim acherim. When we turn away. When we turn away, that's the beginning of Avodah Zarah. That's, that's on us. So again, in the text, When HaKadosh Baruch Hu turns away, there's less of a direct connection. It's really generated because of, uh, of Klai Yisrael, where we're holding. We dictate the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts to us, that it's generated by us. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, is not, uh, doesn't want to lead us, but his Ratzon wouldn't be fulfilled by leading us. Uh, at, at a certain point, um, at a certain point, I, I heard, I heard a, uh Maybe Ron Lopiansky make uh, make a point recently. You know, we we all want to forgive, right? We, we want forgiveness. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could forgive anything. It says that if a person, uh, if if there, there are certain things that that there's no tshuva for. So why is there no tshuva for that? So one example that he gave was imagine imagine a kid who does something wrong, and no matter how much he does something wrong, a parent can forgive and 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 able to put him right on the right track. There's nothing that could stand in the way forgiveness. Now imagine this same kid, he's in school and he does something terrible or maybe even not that terrible. And then he goes and he has, you know, he's, he's in tears and he's uh, seems to be sincere and he comes into the principal, to the uh, to the teacher, to the Rebbe, whoever it is, and the, the, the person forgives him. And then the kid walks out and he says, see that? I have him wrapped around my little finger. So that conversation, when you, now, now it happens again. And the same thing plays itself out. If you go and you give the kid a pass, so then it's not reinforcing his his batlus. It's not reinforcing the idea that this person is really is coming and contrite and and is mavatl himself to the cause. And he says, you know what, I had taivus, but I really I understand. I'm able to connect with you. What really it is, the next time you forgive him, is you're reinforcing his strength over you. I was just talking with a uh, with somebody who manages employees, and he told me. He said, you know, I wanted to establish a good rapport with my employees, but now I don't know what to do. It's very hard to turn back because I feel that they're taking advantage of me and to turn around and just, you know, sort of like become, uh, you know, it, it, it wouldn't make sense if all of a sudden I do an about face and my hanhaga changed. And on the other hand, to continue to reinforce, you know, they're, they're starting to, to walk all over me. And if I reinforce that, uh, you know, those good vibes, then, then you know, things are going to, th- things are not going to go well. So, you, you know, dealing with, um, dealing with 
the proper thing to do over there. So we, we have to know, it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu ain't a right to Lahana Gaisam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to lead us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzon won't be fulfilled by leading us in that context. This Hastar is a Bechin of, of, of anger, of Charein Af. Uh, that's what we said. Kas is anger. And now we're seeing this our direct Mida Kenegan Mida, that our Kas generates a, a, a Charein Af, uh, as it were, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Which which uh, comes through kfira, which comes through avodazara. A person would never get angry if they really had a muna. What's what is kas? Kas is uh, it's essentially a uh, somewhat out of control emotional reaction to things not going the way that you want. That's a, that, that's so. If you live in a world where everything is a gift wrap package from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, might not be what you want, but that's uh, you know who says that you are in charge? Who says that it's your goals? A person that truly lives with Amuna would never get angry. Not that they would be able to control their anger; they would never get angry. So the whole idea of anger, uh, leaving aside exactly what the terms mean as applied to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, is a separate issue in terms of anthropomorphisms. But the idea of anger is really keneged, uh, keneged uh, Amuna. Kemaimer kolzman shiyesh avodasilim baolam charonaf baolam. So whenever there's Avodazara, there's Haron Af in the Olam, Kas, Avodazara, these things generate a Midah Kenegim Midah, they generate Haron Af, Afilu Kishayin Avodazilin Ba'ilam, Elisha Amuna Ein now, what happens when there's no mamash avodazara, but the amun is a little bit off? So, what does it mean? It means that there end up being a hint of hastaras panim. In other words, it's not full blown. So, there's also going to be haron af in line with the with the with the lack of amuna that we have. It's a it's a sliding scale. It's not everything or nothing. And because now, so now there's not going to be an over you know an overarching state of haron af, which is really clear and manifest, and we understand what's going on. But there's going to be a hint of haron af coming on from a kaddish baruch Hu's part, as it were. That's going to uh, that, that that's going to, to to be there in the bria because we had a lack of amuna. But when a kaddish baruch Hu has haron af, it's almost just a hint. It's in the bria, but it's 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 a, it's a little it's a small little speck. It means that there's not a direct relationship, but it's nothing that you can even necessarily be made on. But Lamaisa, we have a little bit of a hint of Amuna, and therefore the way that Akadish Baruch Hu relates to us is also going to have a little bit of a hint of, of Chisaron. Kamosha Kosov ki rega ba'apo, but it's, it's just a hint, it's small, it's only a rega. I, I think the, the calculation has a point oh six of a second something the, the Gemara in, in Brachas talks about, the, the, how, how a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, uh, how long does the ang- is the anger in the Bri every day? So it's not actually going to be felt. We're not going to be able to be oimed on. We're not going to be able to, to see the, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's anger in the Bria unless there's actual avodazara. So there's going to be some element of Hastaras Pnei Hashem in the world, but we're not necessarily... Something is going to be off, but you're not going to be able to be oimed on it. There's, there's, there's something off. There seems to be some sort of a disconnect, but but, but you can't you can't put your finger on it. So what happens over here? I mean, it's unbelievable. It says when 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 everything is all direct and it's it, it's in line and it's you know warm and fuzzy and 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 uh, there, there's a direct relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu and the tzaddikim they step forward they're ready willing and able to represent the Kaddish Baruch Hu's purpose in the world but now there's something lacking and tzaddikim are be'etzem reflecting Hakadosh Baruch Hu's chachma and there's some sort of hastaras panim in the world so this is going to reflect in the way that the tzaddikim are going to relate to us because tzaddikim have have his bathless they're in line with Ratzon Hashem but it's only a hint of hastaras Panim. So they're going to feel also that they, the same way that there's Hester Panim in the world, even though you can't be Omid on it, there's going to be some some way that also, in term, instead of being like Ha'aras Panim, that Sadiqim are going to want to lead, there's also going to be a little bit of a hint of Hester Panim that Sadiqim are not going to want to lead, but they're not going to be Omid on it. They're not going to be Omid on what the reason is, on where the lack of Amunah is, uh, on what it, but, they're, but they're going to feel it. So now that there's only a small little bit of Haroin Af of Hester Panim, Aideza ain't so the tzaddikim have this like this inner gut, right? This this is which you want. They don't want to lead. They don't feel that everything is right. They, they they say you know what? Let me just recede into the background. People are doing what they're doing. They're not going to want to step forward out of their personal zone of comfort in order to lead Klal Yisrael. But they're not going to recognize the lack of amuna because it's beneath the surface. So what are they going to say? It, 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 they're going to be in tune enough to understand that their avoda now is not to step forward and lead, and they're going to be toilet it. 
And they're going to say on their own countenance, I'm not right. The reason I don't want to lead is because I'm not right to lead. In other words, when everything is all in line, so then they're going to, they're going to understand their tachlis, they'll step forward, they'll do it they're forward, they're going to do what they have to do. But where it's not in line, they're going to understand that that's not what they're supposed to be doing. They're not going to understand that it's because of a lack of amuna, And they're going to say, you know what? I'm not right. They'll, they'll make themselves like leftovers, so to speak. And they're going to think that they're not right. Even they might not understand what the point is of the Kharanav because it's only a little hint. Vizahu we're going to understand now the Pneumius of a parsha in the Torah. Because Shehikten Moshe's asked when we lay the Mitzrayim with the Osmanic Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to go to Mitzrayim, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "Amar mianochi kiele." He said, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu mianochi kiele chel parai." And then he goes on and shard varav. And then Kasev it says, "Vayichar af Hashem b'Moshe." Hakadosh Baruch Hu wasn't getting angry at Moshe because he didn't want to go. Moshe didn't want to go because there was Vayichar af Hashem b'Moshe in the Pneumius. Because there was a state that it says, "Halalu of the Avodazar, Halalu of the Avodazar," that the Jews were on a level and there was a Haron off in the world. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu, even though he was the most royal one to go, he couldn't get past it, but he wasn't Omid on the Haron off, which by the way, also, you know, very uh, Rabbi Vigner Miller-esque. He says, no matter how harsh the Torah is that brings out the small little black speck on the white sheet, no matter how much the Torah br- uh, brings out that the Jews were on a low level, that's because they were they were working down from perfect. In other words, because if the Jews were mamish doing a vodazar, then it should have been clear what they were doing. Uh, Rabbeinu, what, uh, the, the way that we're reading this, even Moshe Rabbeinu was not omade on the, the Jews being on a low level such that there was Haron Af, but Moshe Rabbeinu was toilet because it was a hint of a hint of a hint of something that the Jews were on a low level and conversation for another time. But uh, again, Victor Miller has many, many shirim on this idea. And they, they were on they, they were on a level where Moshe Rabbeinu was Tyler, the reason that he didn't want to go forward, even though HaKadosh Baruch himself, as it were, was telling Moshe Rabbeinu directly to go. And Moshe Rabbeinu was Tyler on himself that he wasn't Roy. Because there was But if we can replace this uh, this anger and Haron Af through Rachmanus, so this is going to cause uh, an influx of Rachmim in the world. So then also it's going to reflect its way down once there's more Rachmanus in the world and there's no Kas, which means there's less of Odazara, which means that there's more Amun. Sadiqim are going to step forward. They're going to be crowned. They're going to fulfill their role. And the pity within the Rachmanus within the Sadiqim is going to resonate. It's going to step forward to the forefront. And they're going to step forward. They're going to lead the world. They're going to step into their position, even if it's not in line with what they what they what they would personally like. They're going to step into their role. With this with this crowned Rachmanus, they're going to lead the world that the um that the Rahman will be the leader. that the Rahmanis is their crown, that's what brings them to the forefront into positions of leadership. Shimaatar Sandamidas Malchus Umanig that the uh that that uh the the idea of Rahmanis in the world is what gives them the crown. And this, what, what the Rav Yainasen said, Kartalisa de Mikbe Bavanam Tovos, this chest, this box that had uh, jewels and uh, pearls embedded in it, Kartalisa Perishashbam Argaz. Argaz means a box, it also means Regez is anger, Argaz Abachinus Regez Anal. So this box had Avanam Tovos, Zebachinus Atara. So when there was Rachmim, that was a crown that was embedded, that would overcome the anger, Bachinus Rachmanus, that's able to be made for the box. And there was Misaviv. There was around the box. There was these fish called the birsha misaviv. So says zebachinus emuna, which we said before. Was it in the seventh hour? I don't remember that the that 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 saviv uh, saviv. It's a circle. We talked. Yeah, I think it was towards heaven Also, we talked about it in terms of emuna. That by Mordechai it says instead of the thorn there comes a baraish a cypress tree. Zem Mordechai v'nikra Yehudi. So Mordechai came and stepped forward. Al shem shakafer ba'avidas alilim why it was Mordechai step Reish? Why did he step forward to leadership? Why did the Sadak step forward to leadership? Because there was uh, th- there was no avodazara kamaimar that that Mordechai was a Yehudi. Kala kaifer ba'akram nikra. 
Nekra Yehudi. And therefore, the way that we're learning the beginning of this idea is that Rabbi Yochanan saw that the basket was set with jewels, that the anger was tempered with the crown of mercy, and the basket was set, it was surrounded by the birsha, it was surrounded by birsha's birayish, that it was surrounded by by saviv, by Muna, and that was, and therefore there was birayish, therefore the, uh, the tzaddikim stepped forward into a leadership position. Okay, I think that, that that was an amazing haschala, and I think that we will stop over there for now, Be'ezus Hashem. Uh, we will go forward in Tehri of Ches, and uh, uh, I would love a couple people actually did reach out to me. Shoot me an email, mrubin, R-U-B-I-N, 214 at com. I would totally love to hear if you're gaining from the shiurim, what your thoughts are on, on making the... Uh, I'm making the, uh, the, the, the summary share. Um, I definitely look forward to hearing from you. Have a fabulous day.